is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Dave, I have no idea what we're doing right now. <laughs> Me neither, but guess what? This is the Team Clear Coat After Show. Oh, wow. So okay. this is something new we're trying. Yeah. Uh, you and I. Yep. Uh, y- Ian, we recorded an episode tonight. We did do that. And now you made me dinner. I did make you dinner. It was very domestic. <laughs> I had to have your martini ready when you came home from work. Yeah. You, Ian made me wear an apron. <laughs> and pearls. <laughs> but nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but this looks good. What do you call this? So I, so basically I, I made, a, on occasion I'll make a, a, a chicken with like ginger and garlic and soy sauce and sesame seed oil and that sort of stuff. Those okay. sorts of flavors. All right. Uh, and we'll just make it with rice. And then my favorite part is for leftovers, I'll make a sort of like, uh, there's a Korean dish called bibimbap. And okay. it, it's it's a sort of take on bibimbap. Okay. Uh, but with like leftover Asian flavored chicken. Uh, and so there's, there's rice, there's the chicken, Saute with some vegetables. Yeah. And then there's a fried egg on top. Oh, yeah. And sriracha and green onions and sesame seeds. And uh, yeah, it's my favorite thing that I make. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm somewhat proud of, of, uh, of my cooking. So Ian, get 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 you some yolk. Yeah. Oh no. There's a sunny I, side I, up egg. So I, make sure you get you some yolk I and poked, some sriracha. I poke the yolk. Yeah. Heck and, yeah. So okay. make sure you get like a whole. A whole thing of it, and let's. Yeah. I want Dave's gonna take his first bite right now. Mm. Is yeah. that is that actually good? Yeah, that's really good. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna eat this entire bowl, <laughs> and then probably whatever's left in yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave, world's worst vegetarian. Yep. Yep. That's right. I'm more of a conservationist than I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, because I was like, you know, you don't eat a lot of meat. Mm-mm. If I made you a chicken thing, would you eat it? Right. And I described what it was, and you were like, yes. Yep, yep. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did the carrots perfect. Oh, Good. my God. Yes, you did. Awesome. Yeah. So, anyway, this is the Team Clear Code After Show. Yeah. So, what is this exactly? Right. Can you so, explain to the people what this is? First of all. Because I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. It's called Behind the Blanket Ford. <laughs> Like VH1 behind the music, but behind the blanket for And I proposed that title to you, and you said... It sounds kind of rapey. Well, and that's what we call projection, Ian. So that's your take on it, but behind the blanket for mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of times when you and I record the podcast, sometimes there's cool stuff that we like to talk about after the podcast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it leads us to other things that we didn't really get to cover on the show. Yeah. So one thing that we always, that we talk about a lot that we don't, that we try to actually kind of consciously avoid on the show. Yeah. Is music. Is, is music. Definitely. And you yeah. wouldn't know that we try to consciously avoid it by listening to our podcast because we talk about music a lot. We do. But we do. We that that's us holding back. Uh huh. So let's right. let's let it all out. Let's, okay. Let's yeah. let's talk about some music. Let's talk specifically about some new music. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, I I God, did something. This, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, I I did something that I don't normally do with you, mm-hmm. and I made a, a a recommendation. You've made recommendations before. Yeah, but usually I know that they're not going to be taken to heart, or that you're not going to like them. Um, <laughs> But this one, I was like, I think Dave would actually like this album. 
Okay, and which one is that? This is uh, the new Tobacco album. Okay. I don't actually remember the name of it. Yeah. Um, I did listen to it. Wasn't quite my thing. Yeah? Yeah. Damn. I don't... I really thought I had something there. I need to listen to it more because I think it might be something that would grow on me. Mm. So I, I, I need to listen to it again. I, and I don't know how... I, I wasn't sure how to describe that sound. So for anyone who doesn't know what Tobacco is, they're kind of a weird little... Not, yeah, not well known. Sweatbox band. Dynasty is the new album. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they have they're they're a, a offshoot of uh, Black Moth Super Rainbow, which is another kind of obscure band, right? Um, but they're more famous. Um, and they they they're they have this like really particular sound to their synthesizers. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know how to describe it exactly. It's it's uh, it's like it's kind of dark. But ethereal. Yeah, and just like dirty sound. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of grit in this. Yeah. yeah. Which I really like. Mm-hmm. I, that appeals to me. That's, yeah, me too. Some some of the some of the mm. my issues with electronic music is that sometimes it's just too clean uh, and yeah. clinical sounding. Okay. Then uh, you would hate the album Risotto by Fluke. Yeah. Yeah. Big beat techno at its best, some mm. of the best production, but it, it nothing gets more clean and sterile and clinical than that. Right. Okay. This is just going to be 20 minutes of us chewing. chewing. Right. But, um, yeah, I need to listen to it again. I listened to it when I was driving up to Fort Collins yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was a decent album. I uh, mean, it's at least interesting. There's nobody who sounds like that. Right. And I could tell what they were going for, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't hate it. So, yeah. Oh, well, that's a, that's a start. Well, no. I, I, yeah, I, I need to listen to it again to see if it grows on me. Yeah. yeah. But you really dig this album? Mm-hmm. What do you like about it? Um, it seems like uh, their first album, their 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 previous albums, they were they were sort of tiptoeing around this aggressive sort of sound that they have on this one. Okay, and this one, it, it's more the album's more cohesive. It's it's a more well thought out piece as an album. Okay, so what would what elements of it would you say like manifest itself into that like well thought out piece? Like what congeals it to you? Um, there's those like weird like almost like I don't think this is the right word, but like you know like uh like screwed you know like Uh uh, elements throughout the whole album. Whereas the before, I feel like they they had uh it would. They would do that every once in a while, and then they were—they almost like didn't own it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They would like relapse into like super melodic sort of stuff. Okay, and we'll get, and then we'll get via a little bit of dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And this one, they just—they're just—they're just wallowing right in the in beginning. That. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's a little more aggressive in your face, and I—I I, I really like that sound. Okay. Because again, it, I don't—I've never heard anything. Yeah. With that particular sound. Before. Right. Yeah. No, I get it, As, especially with the. With the synths, which are really like dirty but bubbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's super yeah. weird. Yeah. I like it. I love synthesizers, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I'm gonna give it another listen. All yeah. right. Yeah. Recommended. Team Clearco recommended. Tobacco. Tobacco. Sweatbox Dynasty. Yeah, they have the the worst uh, uh album covers. All of them are terrible. Yeah, they're not good. Um, but so how about Team Clearcoat not recommended new DJ Shadow album, except for the Run the Jewels track? Mm. There's a couple other songs that I really like on that, but yeah, it was just kind of like it was a letdown. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you hear people still talking about it? No. No. It just passed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like, I I grew up listening to DJ Shadow. He was huge, you know, late Mm -hmm. 90s, early 2000s. I saw him live. RJD2 opened up for him and it was awesome. Oh, wow. That's a good show. My buddy Steven and I were actually at the same show back when we didn't even know each other that's funny when that happens right yeah yeah um god this is really good ian thank you for making dinner yeah no problem yeah i'm telling you this is the this is the shit yeah it's easy to make too you just do uh, oh we threw it together yeah yeah well and even the the chicken part is easy you just i do it in the slow cooker Mm -hmm. and i put it on low and i put it put a bunch of ginger in there a bunch of garlic Mm-hmm. Some soy sauce, some sesame seed oil, some salt and pepper, uh, and uh, and that's about it. I mean, yeah, you don't need much else. No, yeah, you put you put ginger. Oh, and lime. I, I okay. put uh, like the juice of one lime in, is in there, and then uh-huh. I, I put some lime in there as it's cooking. And yeah, some soy sauce as I reheat it, mm-hmm. uh, and butter. But uh, yeah, I mean it's it's simple. It is. I took I took a bite of just the chicken on its own without, like, I found some that didn't have much sriracha on it. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Nice. I, I love ginger in, in cooking, you know? Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, but any- and it, ke- it keeps for really long, it keeps for a long time, and then you can, uh, when you reheat it, mm-hmm. like, it's one of those things that's, like, better the longer it's. Oh, yeah, for sure, right? It's great. Yep. And this, like this end game of the rice that just has all the leftover stuff on it, is yeah. so good. Yep, yep. You yeah. get a little egg yolk in there. Yeah, you get some sesame seeds hiding right. in there, and some sriracha. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit. Right, I could just eat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that DJ Shadow album, you, it, I don't know. It was he's trying to move away from you know sample based work, and I get that. That's cool. I'm all up for artists evolving. I think I think that this album is an important stepping stone because I don't think he found what he's going for yet. Like this might be that tobacco that first tobacco album, you know, where like yeah. they're kind of skirting around or working towards like a a sound and maybe it, and I have to give him props for releasing it, you know, like but if I was to look at it, I wouldn't consider it like that's where you stop. Like I want to hear the album that comes after this, you know? Like he he does create like a lot of like more broader kind of soundscapes, you know, like quote unquote soundscapes. If that if it would, had been a movie soundtrack, I it, would have been all about it. I don't know if I would have been all about it. Like, like I I I wouldn't be able to enjoy it on its own, right? But right, I right, I would right. like the film that that was. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested to see what comes next. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. But we there is an album that we both do agree on. Yeah. And we both agreed on pretty much immediately. What is that? The Avalanches album. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did like that Avalanches album. The new album. Avalanches album. Yeah. And it's only, I believe, I think that's only their second album ever. Okay. Yeah, um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I really like how disjointed and glitchy it was, but still like really, I don't know, really cohesive. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, like yeah. if you were to break down any of the elements, so for anyone who doesn't know, the, the Avalanches... They do this really crazy thing uh, where it's all sample based, but it's like tiny samples, and they yeah, it's tons and tons and tons less tons jarring of them. than girl talk, right? So girl yeah. talk is chunks. It's yeah, you can easily spot what is coming out of. It's yeah. all it's all samples, and he he basically it's like um, 
it's it's a forever evolving uh, series of mashups. So yep. he'll he'll do the Beatles and Jay Z, and then he'll move on to like another classic rock and hip hop. Usually that's his yep. kind of go to thing. And, but they 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 come at you like in like fifteen second chunks. Yep. Right. Yep. And it just move 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 move. Yep. Good. The avalanches. They don't do mashups per se. No. But they, it's kind of a similar, like the mechanics of it, I guess, would be kind of similar to uh-huh. what Girl Talk does, but it ends up being like its own soundscape and mm-hmm. its own yeah. sort of feel and everything. And yeah. it's, it's hard It's hard to describe. It is. It, it, it's almost like when you make those chunks smaller, it's easier to enjoy a whole song mm-hmm. versus uh, Girl Talk where you just kind of enjoy those chunks, right? I'm still fucking you, with the mic. You and your microphone, buddy. You guys are enemies today. Yeah, I don't know. You were moving it constantly during the show. I don't know. What is up with that? Couldn't get comfortable. I think, so we talked We talked about RuPaul. We talked about probably some more sensitive political topics than we've talked about before on the show. Pardon me. Correct. Got a case of the, oh, the, the, the Mindy sir, burps. The Sriracha burps. Yeah. Um, and I... I, I think that you were fidgeting with it a little bit because of that, like, we're kind of going into a little bit of uncharted territory, you know? Yeah, well, I'm afraid of sounding like an idiot. But you but you don't. And first of all, we're not experts, right? And if anybody yeah. thinks we are, then, you know, doom on them. But still, um, I think you did a really good job explaining it, Thanks. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I sometimes worry that the the whole... You know, being navel gazily about cars thing is a little silly, and it is. It, it is. is a little. Silly. It is. Sometimes we're up our own asses, right? But it's something that, like, now that now that uh, cars are like a commodity and they're just appliances, mm-hmm. it's more important to understand why they were important in the first place, right? And sort of like deconstruct that part of it, right? So that's you know. That's no. why it matters, I think. We're not here to offer car reviews. We're we're here to talk about car culture. Mm-hmm. We're talking and criticism of car culture as a whole. Right. And right. also associate culture with car culture, yeah. right? And apparently eat food on microphone. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, when it's this good, you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to we're trying to stutter our bites. Like I take a bite, you take a bite, so that we can each be talking. I'm trying to double time and take two bites for everyone of yours because I'm way behind. Oh yeah. I'm a fast eater, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like I I think it was like just a decade of half hour breaks at ADT when I used to work for them. Uh, you know, just trying to squeeze in lunch. Mm. Yeah. So I don't this is really good, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, ma'am. What else do you want to talk about? Like, what, el- what else did you like about the, about the oh, show? Oh, this nonsense was your idea. Yeah. Yeah, what else, do- <laughs> what else did you like about the show? Um, I don't know. Yeah? I got nothing. Okay. I don't know. Okay. You, me just springing that I've watched RuPaul car videos on you? That was, that was funny. Okay. Like, I was genuinely, yeah. You braced yourself. I had no, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, you like squinted your eyes at me. Yeah, yeah. Because because I I went. You let me rattle on about RuPaul for like thirty minutes upstairs, right. uh-huh. and then you were just keeping that in your back pocket. Well, see, I I think sometimes with with the type of dialogue that um, 
people that can get navel gazily uh-huh. have, right? Yeah. Like they'll let me let me try to think of how to describe this. We've all talked to a person that I would call like a topper, right? Like if you said you ran like five miles, they say that they ran ten. Yeah. Right. So I think I'm a little bit overly sensitive about not being a topper mm-hmm. because I used to know a guy and he was just fucking awful. Does that mean you're a bottomer? <laughs> Pretty much. <Okay>. So <laughs> So I I think sometimes I will Sometimes I will hold things back in conversation because if you say something, if you present something, that doesn't mean that I need to also present something about that thing because I want I want right. you to bloom the thing that you're talking about. I want that to develop, right? And then if there's a time where I also or there's a thing where like you're like have have you ever had you know said experience like have you ever like gone skydiving you know or something like that you know, then like yes you know like right they, that or I or I would say like I've done that as well and I get what you're saying mm-hmm. right but I, I I didn't feel like it was important for me to to bring that up for you to feel like I was understanding what you were saying. Right. right. Because I was with you on that conversation. Right. Right. From the get go, when you start outlining it, I like, if you want to go there, I am 100% behind you. Yeah. I get it. And, and so. I'm sorry. What were you talking about? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's a bottomer. Um, so I'm a huge fan of that TV show, The Venture Brothers. Right. I love The Venture Brothers. It is my. You have mentioned it. Yeah. It is my favorite piece of media ever mm-hmm. okay which is saying a lot because there's so many good things out there like portal 2 and the book of mormon and all of these amazing things yeah but the venture brothers is my thing yeah. right so it's written by two guys jackson public and doc hammer right and in an interview they were talking about the writing process between the two of them where there might be diff- there might be differences where they think the story should go right okay. or where like the venture brothers as a show should go okay and jackson public said uh he seems to be a, a little bit more kind of uh i i relate to him a lot just from how he he speaks in interviews and on the dvd commentaries and stuff whereas uh uh doc hammer seems to be a little bit more of like the like the david bowie like the muse like kind of like more a little bit more out there uh christopher mccullough uh jackson public is a little bit more centered i i think or just a little bit more like down to earth but I mean, they still make a pretty insane TV show that I love. But anyway, he said, you know, like if Doc comes at me with something and I can tell he's really passionate about it, mm-hmm. then no matter what, I'm going to get behind what he says. Right. Right. And and I, I feel like that's a, that's a good thing for our podcast, right? Like if I come at you with something that I'm really passionate about, you're going to do nothing but support that, right? Right. Unless it's like, slander or plagiarism you know right like yeah there's there's not a need to rein each other in or to make the podcast the vision that you have it's the vision that we have right mm-hmm. and so i i felt like when when you started talking about that like uh, about the rupaul discussion it was like mm-hmm. yes i'm on board let's do it let's yeah. go there this well, is sometimes that it's we the, would sometimes it's the vision that you have refracted off of me and sometimes it's the vision True. That i have refracted off of you yes yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. Because I think that that the the RuPaul dis- discussion was very much like the was my vision refracted through you, okay, sort of thing, right? Like you you 
you focused it. Yeah. Right? I was just coming at you with. Yeah. These are five things that I thought of when I heard this right, thing. Right, right. And then you, 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 you focused it, right? Right, yeah. You, you brought it to the table and you said like, you know, and like this is a half-baked idea, which it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But it, it, as we kind of just talked to about it between five, the two five of eights. us. Ooh, five eights. Five eights. As we, as we talked about it between the two of us, it, like it just came to me that like car culture hasn't had that big event. Right. Right. But it has had these small shadows of events. Right. And, and that, that was where we can land on this. Like, yeah. you know, like you, you toss that serve, like, you know, like perfectly into the air and we, we both just hit it. Yeah. You know, this is, this has been Ian and Dave make each other feel better. Right. About a conversation topic that we, that I don't know, like, I, I don't know, like yeah. for us to, for us, it, it's easy to express an opinion about cars, right? Because right. people they're can- They're a tangible gra- thing. They're a tangible thing. Yep. People can gravitate or be repelled by our opinion about cars, right? right? And hopefully if I say that, you know, like- I really like sobs, you know, like someone that is like, God, I can't fucking stand sobs, but like, at least these guys are kind of funny, you know, like that, like that kind of thing, you know, survives, right? Like that carries us to, to a crowd that might just, if we just said sob, 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 then they would just stop. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because the show is more than that. Right. Right. But if, um, Oh, shit, where was I going with that? <laughs> Fuck, it sounded like it was headed somewhere, didn't it? It, it sounded good. I was shit. in. Oh, fuck, I lost it. I lost it, buddy. Can I pick it up? Yeah. I, pick it up? Yeah. I think I know where you're going. Okay. Stop me if I'm wrong. Okay. You were saying basically that it's one thing for us to have an opinion about cars. Yes. Yes. But. Thank you. God damn it, thank you. But. Do you want to fill in after the but or do you want me to no, keep going? No, go ahead, go ahead. But when we kind of step out of that right we're already idiots when it comes to cars yes when we step out of that it's it's a little more fraught because because uh car culture has a lot of people from a lot of different stripes from a lot of different uh other subcultures yep that participate in it and there's a risk that we're going to alienate people by expressing our opinions about other things about other things yep the problem with that mentality though the problem with that line of thinking is that car culture and we you know we talked about it on the, on the episode is it's so ingrained yeah and so intertwined with everything else it doesn't begin and end with cars you can't escape you right. can't escape eventually having to comment on 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 things outside of your immediate purview right other than that you're just doing reviews Exactly. Right? Exactly. You're, you're just doing car reviews. Right? right. And that's not what we are. Right. And not to say that there aren't people that can do car reviews and frame them in as part of larger cultural movements like regular car reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that or do, or do cr- very creative and, and great things with reviews. But we don't begin and end with cars. You yeah. know? Like we actually don't really review many cars. You know? We, right. We'll talk about like things you know that we've seen because we love cars we and that's the thing we love cars like cars are great they're so fun you know so like we still have that right you know but we also have this like bizarre fascination with car culture you know i agree and and the need to the need to look at it yeah i don't know 
I had the need to finish this dinner. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a difficult line to walk because I don't, um, and this is what I get for eating so fast. I'm going to be the one talking for a while. Uh, so next time I'm going to pace myself so I don't have to talk so much. Or we could just eat and before we do this and not eat on microphone. I liked eating on microphone. I liked, I liked having the first bite on mic. Yeah, that was good. I, I'll have to figure something to cook for you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Can I turn, no kale, motherfucker? <laughs> can I no turn, kale? Can I turn whiskey and popcorn into a full course meal? Yeah, the answer is yes, <laughs> and I've done it many times. <laughs> that's that's what you call Jenny's out of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny's at Writers Group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. My my default used to be cereal, just just a bowl of cereal, you know. And I I still keep cereal around, you know. I I love cereal. I love yeah. bowl cornflakes. Yeah, corn I like flakes. I like boring cereal. I I like the the mother's. Uh, the, it looks like shredded wheat, but it has like blueberry pomegranate like glaze on it. Too fancy. Too okay. fancy. Okay. I like I like a flake. I like a, because you are an o. Ron, you are Ron Swanson in skinny jeans. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You are. You are. Yeah, you're like I don't like this new flat newfangled marshmallow in a cereal. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking the other day about with uh, with my friends Katie and Lauren and 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 Jenny and my wife was there. And we were talking about my my birthdays that Jenny always way over plans. Okay. And all I want is a Ron Swanson birthday. I yeah. want to go drive some go karts. Uh huh. And I want to come home and watch The Great Escape uh-huh. with a steak and a whiskey. Okay. And that that's it. I want to, and, and just by myself, that he, sounds fucking great. Here's the thing, buddy. Yeah. I can make that happen for you. I can make that happen. Right? Except you don't know when my birthday is. See, you have to tell me when your birthday is. But that was become a thing where I don't tell you where, when, when my birthday is, and it's really funny to me that you don't know and uh-huh. you really want to know, Yeah, which is an, a crazy thing for a, a grown man to think. Yeah. Like, I need to know my friend's birthday. I want to know when your mom pushed you out. When, but I don't understand. When When did, as adults, uh-huh. we start caring about each other's birthdays? It's silly. It, it's really silly. I don't know. I mean, like... I... I and the the social media part of it is really oh, gross. Yeah. No, that's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. so I, I refuse to participate. Even if I know... I know some people's birthdays i won't even wish my parents bir- happy birthday on facebook because it's dumb i don't like it i don't care for it so i won't do it i don't want to participate i don't want people wishing me happy birthday so i don't wish anyone else i i eat, have eat your fucking chicken <laughs> eat, eat eat finish your finish your food this is what this show's about right yeah yeah it is it's just it is. a space for me to rant about other things like pretty much right. yeah yeah i'm just joking yeah no you're right <laughs> it is what we make it yeah i don't know I, I have know. a whole bit on hair conditioner. You got do. a whole bit on yeah. hair conditioner. Fo- follow Ian's tweets for the bit on hair conditioner because it's fantastic. <laughs> that perked me up. Yeah, last night when I was reading the tweets. Yeah. Uh, God, I don't know. I like. I don't really like care a lot about birthdays, but it's like it's nice to just like I don't know plan something a little bit fun. You know, like let. You know, your special person know you're thinking about them, you know? And it's also really nice to do that all the other times throughout the year. Yeah, good. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm holding a Mother's Day, too. You got a whole thing on Mother's Day, too. Yeah? What about Father's Day? 
Father's Day is dumb. I don't want to. I don't even want to participate in Father's Day. So Jenny really wants to do the Mother's Day, Father's Day stuff. Okay. To me, Mother's Day is like you're giving your 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 wife the day off of being a mother. Like that's the that's the traditional sort of right. Yeah, breakfast and I'll cook you breakfast and bread in bed. The kids and I'll right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And I feel like when there was a more traditional division of labor happening. Sure. That made sense. Uh-huh. Right. But I'm cooking breakfast every morning. You right. know, like right. <laughs> yeah. it's not like I'm not changing diapers the rest of the year. Right. And then right. that because that it's, one day, it's woman's work. Right. Yeah. Right. That one day all of a sudden I'm doing something. Yeah. You know, or like and then she's like, it's so nice to finally have a day where I don't have to do all this stuff. Right. Yeah. Because you guys all do all the stuff. Right. And I mean, she does more kids stuff than I do just from a time right. Right. necessity sort yeah. of thing. But yeah. it's not like she does all the kids stuff and I right. do all the work stuff. Sort right. Of stuff. Yeah. So then Father's Day doesn't make sense either because Father's Day is typically like, oh, well, you're going to have a special day out with dad. But that happens all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? So like, yeah. yeah, it's just dumb. Huh. Hey. How do you reconcile that, like, how you guys feel about the holidays it, it, for or holidays between the two of you? Uh-huh. Like, does, like, I you you feel like, you know, you have the, an idea for how the holiday would be practiced if it was up to you. Right. Jenny has an idea how it would be practiced if it was up to her. Right. Where do you guys meet in the middle and how? Um, I do my best to complain as little as possible. Okay. And, um... I observe the holiday as Jenny would like me to observe the holiday. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Sa- I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just. Nope. I'm just wondering how these two ships meet. Works pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Marriage is going well. Yeah. 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 Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Couple dynamics, man. Still eating this. Still eating my food. Yep. Couple dynamics. There's some carrots in there. That's yeah. where the crunch is coming from. Yeah. It's fucking good. I powered through that bowl. You really did. I I gotta make more. There's more up there. Any t- anytime you put a fried egg on something, it's delicious. Automatically steps it up. I remember the first time I had a hamburger with a fried egg on it. Jesus. It's that's just it was it was at this place called Otto's in Kansas City that is no longer in business. It was this like diner-ish kind of place. And um it was uh oh they called it the fat boy because of course right but it was a uh, you know a big hefty burger uh, sautéed mushrooms jalapenos bacon a uh, bunch of cheese and then a fried egg yeah and like they had to keep an EMT like right next to you like clear clear tukunk tukunk okay wake up son keep eating keep eating that's awesome. Yeah, uh, they, that was that was good. I, you know, like I was like, oh, fried egg on things, you know, or like a fried egg on top of a waffle. Yeah, you know, that's good. Yeah, fried egg on pretty much anything is yeah. is awesome. Yeah. A fried egg on top of a fried egg, delicious, just craziness. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Your world just melts into itself. <laughs> yep, the singularity happens. Yep, right. And then like you look in the mirror and you're a chicken. Right, <laughs> it's like Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Yeah, so <laughs> smash cut to the podcast, like. Yeah, 
that, that was donk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are donk friendly. Yeah, that's right. So, Ian, Dave, what do you what do you think after show? I have no idea what happened just now. Okay. Um, uh huh. We went up our own butts. Yeah, we went up our own butts a little bit. Uh-huh. I think. I think this is the first one. Let's keep doing them. Let's keep talking about music. Uh, Definitely. I'll talk about beer and whiskey, oh. and uh, we'll do that. You know what? Uh, so. I want to kind of say something related to uh, uh, music because I've been on Apple Music a lot lately. And uh, in case you didn't know, I've gone through some rough patches in my life. Yeah. Things are a lot better now. Dave's doing really well and very happy. And um, when I kind of get into some rough patches, one thing I really like to do is I'll just put on stand-up comedy albums. Mm. I listen to a fair amount of stand-up comedy albums, and I think streaming services are awesome for those because I don't want to yeah. buy a stand-up album. Yeah, because you're going to listen to it once. Well, maybe twice because I, I actually am a goldfish, and so a lot of times if I've been away from it far, long enough, I will have completely forgotten the jokes. <laughs> but typically that second time is enough to, mm-hmm. to do me in, right? But I've been listening to some really good stand-up albums lately, and uh, I would like to just kind of uh, recommend a few. If any, if you guys like stand-up comedy, stuff like that, uh, please, for the love of God, check out Hampton Yunt, H-A-M-P-T-O-N Yunt. His album, Bearable, is fucking hilarious. He has this insane bit about uh, McDonald's and like the ad company that must have come up with the McDonald's gang, and it turns into like this Werner Herzog-esque, like, <laughs> oblique dystopian thing. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Um, Hampton Yunt, check that out. Also check out Emily Heller. That is fucking hilarious. Her album is called Good For Her. She She's on At Midnight all the time. Mm. She is, her, that album is amazing. Good For Her. Yeah, check that out. Um, I've listened to a couple others. Adam Caton Holland. He's a Denver comic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. His stand-up albums are awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, that's what I've been listening to lately. That's. So when you're, so when you're in a funk, this, yeah. is, a good, this is a good music question. Yeah. 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 When you're in a funk. Uh-huh. Do you go, and if you're, if you're going to listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go happy or do no. you go, I'm going to wall, I need to, I need I to wallow. get down in this. I go, I go for Roots Maneuver. Okay. Yeah. Like if I, if I'm, if I'm feeling really bad, if I like, there's something about me like. When I'm the same way, I, I I go. I need I need to I need to get down in it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. They, there's this weird. Like I'm a really really empathetic individual. Like I'm highly empathetic. Like I'm an empath. Right. Like, and there's times when, like for real, I am. Like, I, I have like tangible. <laughs> I just love that the question was, do you listen to happy songs or sad songs? Right. And now we're. Now we're off on another thing. Yeah. Well, no, because it's going to circle back. Because like when I feel really, really bad, Uh right? And I will give you an example. When the day that I knew I was going to tell my wife that I wanted a divorce, Mm -hmm. I felt fucking awful. Right. Right. I actually had like a tangible pain in my chest. Like if you handed me a Sharpie, I could have traced it. Hmm. Right. Awful. Yeah. Horrible pain because it sucks. Yeah. Right. And so when I'm in a situation like that, where I have such a 
thankfully it's not that often because I don't suffer from depression or anything like that, you know, right. but, but still like this kind of stuff happens to us, you know, like we're mm -hmm. humans mm -hmm. stuff hurts sometimes, man, you know, like when I, when I get like that, it's either no music whatsoever. Right. I will completely shut it off and just deal with silence and thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, or I will listen to, to something that is really dark, you know, like Roots Maneuver, you know, something that is like really, you know, I, I don't know, something that really has that darkness in it. Like, yeah, like two really sad fax machines fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Beep Beep like an after funeral I just need to feel something hook up just I, I'm glad we're recording this so I can play it back and listen to it later because I think you just made the hot summer jam of 2016. Here's Ian touring with his hot summer jam. The perfect song for hooking up after your grandmother's funeral. Right? Why doesn't Apple Music have a playlist for that? <laughs> I'm here to help. Any Smith song, really, will do. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry to undercut your point a little bit. No, you here. didn't, because okay. that's what I needed right then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I Yeah, when I get... When it gets real bad, sometimes it's just no music at all. Sometimes right. I just cannot take it, man. Mm -hmm. You know? Thankfully, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. You know, but like there's like I listen to a lot of podcasts and there's those times like I can't listen to podcasts. You know, mm -hmm. I can't listen like I, I just can't focus on it. Right. You know, I'm too inside, you know, which is why I like something like mountain biking. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of like road biking when I'm like when I'm feeling bad. Right. Because if I'm out on the road, it's just road and I'll keep turning inside of myself. Yeah. But if I'm mountain biking, it's like, oh, don't fall off that fucking mountain. Yeah, don't, yeah. you know, like I, you just have a lot. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, shit, I haven't thought about myself for like three hours. Mm -hmm. Like now I can come at, back at it with fresh legs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like driving too. I'll, I'll do that with the, I'll go up to the go-kart yeah. track. I've never seen I have to concentrate. anybody concentrate driving like you concentrate driving. You get in the zone. Yeah, I mean, because I have to, because I'm not that good at it, because I have to, like, I have to focus on it, because if I don't, I know I suck. Okay. So I have to, I have to be really vigilant about it, and so it's the only time when I'm not, you know, you know, inside my own head. You, you can't take outside processing when you're driving, like you. Yeah. You do very, like, you drive really well, and like, when we, when I took a ride with you in your car out at High Plains Raceway, mm -hmm. it was really interesting to see, like, because I could see little bits of it, like, when we're in traffic, like, say, coming down from ice racing uh, on I-70. Right. Like, I could see you kind of lock in, right? Mm -hmm. But you still had, like, a little bit, like, where we could kind of have some conversation. Yeah. But, like, on, at High Plains, it was just, like, you were the stick. Like, it, you might as well have not... You might as well have been deaf at that point. Well, what's funny, though, is I feel like I can talk. I can talk my way through that lap, like a lap of high planes. Okay. I can describe what I'm doing out loud. Sure. Pretty easily. Okay. But uh, 
Yeah, if you're but not, processing if, an additional <clears throat> input, processing an additional. If you're if you talk to me at strategic times, like I could tell, like Zev, because he when he rode with me, yeah, he wouldn't talk to me in the corners. Oh, of course, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, and he wouldn't talk to me in the breaking zones or anything like that. He would talk to me and he would say, "Okay, this is what's going to happen, right?" And then you got to do that, and that was great. That was right. That was exactly. Right. What I needed. And maybe he was talking to me after that too, but I wasn't fucking paying attention. Right, right. But he was giving me all the information I needed when I didn't have to think about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. That's the mark of a good instructor then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Anyway, go go drive your car fast. It'll help. Yeah. Yeah. Moral of the Safely. Don't street race. Yeah. Do a track day. Yeah. Yep. Do that. Yeah, please. Yeah. And all then right. And then let us know what the fuck we're supposed to do with this, <laughs> this, uh, this yeah. after show idea. Dave. People can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Team Clearcoat. Yep, they can. Send us an email, teamclearcoat at gmail.com. Yep. Let us know what you think about an after show. Yep. We're going to keep doing them for a little bit. Yeah, we'll do dinner and uh, we'll talk about music maybe. Yeah. 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 And uh, Ian. Dave. You're at I Roll So Hard. Yeah. EYE Roll So Hard. Yeah. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, I'm at Nuck Nuck Goose, N-U-K, N-U-K, Goose. And if this is your first episode listening to us... I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You should not have done that. Go listen to episode 52. Yeah, Yeah. we should probably have said that at the beginning of the show. But in typical team clear-cut fashion, this is how we do (laughs) things. 30 minutes. This is how we do things. I know. This is how we do it. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right? All right. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for dinner, buddy. Oh, yeah, no problem. That was really fucking good, man. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. I'm burping a lot. Good. I need to go home. Okay, bye. Bye.